Hey there, this is Sita Gaia, and you're listening to Chronic Warriors Pod. I have some really exciting news, as I have been lis- I'm introducing Jamie at Love Warrior Hugs from Instagram as a co-host. Hello, Welcome, everybody. Jamie. Very excited to be hosting with Sita. Yes, I'm so excited to have you as a co-host. This is fantastic, and our uh, time difference isn't that. Uh, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. So, two hours not so bad. No, two hours not too bad. So today we're going to be talking about poets with chronic pain. So um, I'm going to be introducing uh, my friend Christine, who has chronic pain, but is also a mad poet. What do you think about that, Jamie? I think it's awesome. I can't wait to hear about her poetry. All right. Let's find out. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. So first of all, we're going to start off with our obsessions. What are you obsessed about right now? Hmm. I'm obsessed that I have a working space, and my computer's really dumb. <laughs> okay, well, I think it got used to be working at Starbucks so much, so um, it wouldn't accept the Wi-Fi at my home. <laughs> but my my wife bought me a 50 feet Ethernet cable, 50 Wonderful. feet, so. I'm pretty obsessed about that. I'm drinking coffee, so it feels good. And I just, I feel, I feel good. Feeling good. I'm feeling excited. So tell me what you're ex- obsessed about. Um, I'm obsessed right now with um, my new brand of uh, apparel called Fight on Warrior Hugs. Um, this was launched as a love of, of the chronic warrior, wanting to help them uh, to spread awareness and positivity. I'm a crazy positivity person. I'm yes, enjoying, you are. Um, <laughs> I'm really enjoying having the ability to learn all about um, the new ideas and concepts, insights that goes into marketing products. And I am very um, hopeful that this just really catches on. So, And I got an iPad. So can't have to mention that too. I'm kind of obsessed with the new new technology. Obviously, Christine, do you have any obsessions? Um, I'm kind of obsessed with Earl Grey tea right now. Oh, and good obsession. I got yeah, tea I'm trying right to think now. what else. Nice. I'm trying to think what else I'm obsessed with. Um, but do you drink your tea with milk or black? Oh, I drink it with milk. Oh, good choice. Good choice. <laughs> I have to. I'm on keto, the keto diet, and so I put heavy cream in mine. Now, not very much, because if you put too much, it's like you're drinking a cow. So no, I put like, a little bit of heavy cream in there. So. <laughs> Do you have any of the other obsessions, Christine? Um, I've been. Well, I've always been really obsessed with young adult fiction. Yes, YA fiction is the best. Any books in particular, or authors in particular? Um, 
I recently started reading uh, White Little Lies, I think it's called. Okay. Yeah, it's by yeah. Jennifer Barnes. Oh, yeah, it was turned into a TV show, wasn't it? No, no, not Pretty Little Liars. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's different. <laughs> it is kind of like Pretty Little Liars in a way, but no, it's not. Seventeen, nearly eighteen-year-old daughter, and she just found Nicholas Sparks. I don't know if you know many of his books, but they're very yeah romantical. And it romantical is that a word? That she, I don't know. He wrote the Notebook. Um, so I just it cracks me up the stuff that she comes home and she's like, "Don't look at what I got," you know. I'm like, "Who's on the cover?" <laughs> so <laughs> I think it's cute. I I listened to um read well not listen to but I read um some really good YA fiction. It's LGBTQ fiction. I was like teenager. Uh it's by Julianne Peters, so um it was oh I can't remember her books actually cuz um it was like Home to Xanadu or something like that or Anyways, you should check out Julia and Peter. She's really good, Christine. Yeah, I've heard really good things about her. Yeah, she's fabulous. And did you watch uh, the movie Dumplin'? That was based on a YA no, book. No, I haven't seen the movie. You I should. tried to read the book, but I could not get into it. That's fair. The movie's not bad. So, okay, officially, are we done with our obsessions? Sure, I can talk forever, but let's let's go into yeah. Yeah, me too. I have I have like another obsession, but I'll wait for next week. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Christine. Um, we actually met when we were working at. Uh, how about you say Christine? Where did at we the meet? The warehouse sale. That's right. There were like thousands and thousands of people there. It was insane. So, and we had to trek through the snow. Like, it was so deep, right? Yeah, I remember that. We used to walk through hills, and then you'd be like, I don't know about this hill. And I'm like, yeah, no, let's do this. But we did it, and it was fun. Yeah, so we got fun. we got to do a pre-shop, and there was, like, a pre-yoga class. There was, like, at least 100 people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It didn't feel very yogi-like. Do you want to know, this is another funny. Okay, so do you know who Yogi Bear is? Have you heard of him? Yes. All right. So on Sita's profile, it says Yogi Enthusiast. And I was like, oh my gosh, who likes Yogi Bear that much? And the only reason I even bring that up is I used to work at a Yogi Bear campground for five years. So I had never seen, I thought, well, maybe there are people out there that really like Yogi Bear. Because I didn't know the whole story. And then I'm like... Oh, that's what yoga enthusiast means. Yeah. Oh my God, that's too funny. I know. That's me being older. See, the one nice thing about me co-hosting is you get like two different generations points of view on things just because, yeah. And then we get guests, so we get another perspective. Fresh from the U.S. Yeah. That doesn't make me... That doesn't make me any better, I'm just saying. Our, our, <laughs> Christine is from Ottawa. <laughs> yeah, I'm so, from Ottawa. Yeah. Cool. It, it, it's really gross and slushy here right now. 
I believe it's it. It's really gross and it's not slushy, but it's yucky. I don't remember the last day I saw the sun. I hate winter. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's raining here, so I mean, what do you expect from Vancouver, right? So. Well, you are on the. You're in the general vicinity of a lot of rain. Yep. That's okay. I love rain. I find it very cleansing. Oh God, that yeah. was like. I like to sleep when it's raining. I mean, like it's nice when you're going to go to bed. It's very much like a noisemaker. My daughter uses a noisemaker. My oldest, because she has a hard time sleeping, um, just for the background sound. And I think it really, you know, helps from her standpoint. Yeah. Now regarding chronic pain, I think that a lot of people have a hard time sleeping. Um, I actually have, I know you're not going to know what this is, but uh, trigeminal neuralgia, which is extreme uh, facial pain regarding um, the trigeminal nerve is right behind your ear. And it is what's responsible for telling the body that you're having pain. And so when um, the bot or when the trigeminal nerve is touching one of your blood vessels, it's just like pain, 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 pain. So it is, diff I'm not sure from the fibromyalgia standpoint, but from uh, the trigeminal standpoint, it is difficult to sleep, um, even with sleeping pills. So anything like background noises or weighted blankets or anything like that, I'll do, use anything to help me sleep better. What's your experience with uh, sleeping, Christine? Um, I have sleep apnea. So I don't, and I'm not using my machine, but don't tell anybody or they're going to like, <laughs> yeah, no, I should be using my machine. And, um, I have fibromyalgia too. So it's like, it's hard to sleep when you're in pain. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to explain to some of our listeners? So like, see, like I looked this up exactly like what fibromyalgia was from the Mayo Clinic, like. Can you tell us, like, what fibromyalgia is? Um, it's, like, chronic pain and fatigue kind of mixed into one. Okay. So that sounds, Do like, fun. Do you have it all the time? Do you experience it, like, like, right now? Are you in pain and tired? Um, I experience it in different parts of my body different times. Like, mainly, like, my back, my shoulders. Um, I'm trying to think where else. My knees sometimes. Um, apparently elbows are another pressure point. Oh, elbows. That sounds painful. Yeah, elbows. It's like the inside of your elbows. Ow. Oh, so that, like, that would be like the weenus. That's like the inside of yeah. the elbow. That's what, that's what the inside. That. Yeah. Do you take medication? Yeah, I'm on Lyrica right now. How is that? My, um, mother-in-law takes that too. Um... Don't make her feel I'm not old. Consistent with it. Don't tell my doctor that I told you all these this information. You're like, well, I don't take my medicine. I don't do this. <laughs> don't <laughs> I've been trying really hard to like take it consistently, but I find that if I don't set a timer for it, then I don't remember to take the medication. You know, um, you're younger, like significantly. Um, but when I was first diagnosed with my epilepsy, you know, you don't take your medicine, you have seizure. So that like makes you remember. But I think that that was the hardest thing. Cause if you've never taken medication before, you know, you don't think like, you know, now do you take yours with a meal? Cause I have to take my medicine with meals. No, I just That's take it. Nice. That's nice. 
Because otherwise you gain weight. Man, I'm talking like chubby jerk or not. I'm not that bad, but... <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, that's oh, not body no. image friendly. <laughs> <laughs> See, I got the chubby cheeks. What else? It's all good. Yeah. And um, you have also, in addition to the fibromyalgia, uh, do you have like some forms of arthritis? I thought you said that you yeah. might be undiagnosed. But they said it might be my knees too. Okay, so both that, so, like, how, like, what is that experience like that for you? Because we talked a few days ago. I mean, I guess it was a week ago, and you had to go to, um, the hospital because your knee was so bad. Yeah, um, the pain is not unlike anything I've experienced before, so I'm just like not really sure how to deal with it. Right. It- if I met somebody who was like, dude, I got this pain down, I would really want to know more about them because it's like, you know, so different. Now, I thought I heard that, see, my um, mother-in-law that takes Lyrica, she has arthritis as well. Is that supposed to help um, your arthritis if you take it every day? I have no idea. Yeah, I, I think it might be. That would yeah. be a question to ask your doctor, actually. Yeah, I know it helps my fibromyalgia. I'm just not sure if it if it helps arthritis. Well, it might help a certain kind of arthritis. I mean, there's you know several kinds, and everybody's different. This is like one of the things that um, as chronic illness people, we try to make sure everybody understands is like you're not in this box. I have epilepsy, I have MS, but I'm not in a box just because you know the definition of one could say certain things it doesn't mean that my um issues that i have like correspond with every single thing and that that could be what you're experiencing as well oh yeah for sure yeah exactly because jamie and i both have epilepsy but we have different types of epilepsy mm-hmm. like so we're not like not and in we box. both have extra things too but yeah. not the same extra things yeah so we have add-ons, so. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, having arthritis. That makes us cool, right? does not make us cool. <laughs> so, like, I you guess, like. You know how to deal with it. You know, have that positivity going into it, you know. See, Jamie's the more positive one out of the two of us. <laughs> what did you say? Jamie's the more positive one out of the two of us. <laughs> I, uh... This is true. Like, I was, somebody was asking me about it the other day. They're like, you're almost, like, annoyingly positive. And, you know, when I had my concussion four years ago, um, it was kind of like a turning point or a tipping point, I'd say, where it was like, I am not going to let my illnesses defeat me. You know, I can't let them win. And so that's just when, I guess, you know, I became positively poly and haven't looked back ever since. Do you do you know what poly means? Oh, that's like oh, that's weed too, isn't it? Am I wrong about that? <laughs> the only reason I kind of know that is on Instagram. I have a significant amount of people who enjoy weed that follow me. Oh, okay. So I, yeah. Okay, it, I didn't realize that when I said it. I'm positively Jamie. There you go. There you go. And you definitely have to take that out of the recording 
<laughs> no, it's okay. I'm going to keep it in because it's funny. Um, so, um, in addition to chronic pain, Christine is also a very um, amazing poet. She has a really strong voice. I've read some of her poetry. Um, do you want, like, does your, does your um, chronic pain tap into that? Or is that separate? Um, I think it might be separate from it. I feel like my mental health issues tap into my poetry more. Yeah, for sure. And when I was doing research on fibromyalgia, I read that you can get anxiety and depression with it. Yeah, yeah, you can. So, like, do you feel like it's like your anxiety and depression from your fibromyalgia taps into your poetry? I think my depression from my fibromyalgia definitely taps into my poetry. Yeah, okay. And it's really exciting yeah. because uh, do you, you want to... I'm sorry, go ahead. Okay, I was just going to say, um, no problem. <laughs> I was just going to say, um, do you want to talk about um, the big news that you have this coming up this March? Oh, March or April. Um, I'm releasing my first book. So, Christine is a badass, so she's like millennial, and she's releasing her first book. Poetry book. So because I'm Gen X, I'm not awesome? Come on now. You are, but I'm just saying, like, you know, it takes a lot of work. You might not have a co-host next week if you don't start being nice to me. I'm just saying. I love you, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to kind of talk about your poetry book? What's the title of your book? I don't actually know what the title is yet. There's a title of my collection, but um, I don't know what the books could be called. So, like, what is like the kind of ge- the general theme? Like, do you have a theme of your book yeah, that kind of runs it's through? All, it? It's all poems inspired by songs. Oh, that's wonderful! Like, kind of, what kind of music do you like to listen to? A lot of indie um, folk rock type of things yeah to the most part mmm so a good melange a good melange a big a good mix a good mix that's okay so do you like to um do you like to um read poetry Jamie I like to read it. I love music, and I told Sita prior to getting on the call that when I was in college, like a long time ago, that I used poetry as like an outlet, but I I kept it to myself. It it was more like a for me alone, Um, and I haven't written any since. I found other outlets, but um, I still have it. I keep it, and I show my kids where it is, so later... You know, when it's a good time to talk to him about it, I'll, you know, get it out. Because it is, my, what I wrote, I feel it's always deep. Yeah, exactly. Like, and do you feel that way? Like, what you write is, like, because I've read some of Christine's poetry, and it's, like, quite deep. And it's quite gripping. That's, like, that's, like, 
that's the word I could use. It kind of grips you. You're like, whoa, this is like intense. But this is really like good intense. So did you feel that way, like about your poetry? Or was it kind of more of a, like a release? Sorry, I think I'm frozen. No, you're not frozen. We can, we can see you. Okay. Yeah, you're good. You're good. So what's the tonality, do you think, of your poetry? You know, do you feel like it's gripping? It's something that you really want to, you know, um, is it a long poem? You know, are we talking one poem of several pages or, you know, short, tiny bits that, you know, go from, you know, one to the other to the other? Yeah, it's more like tiny snippets of, like, poetry. So it's like maybe four or five stanzas of four lines, and then um, it just jumps from one poem to the other. And it's really good. It has really good, um, kind of like a good, good imagery and good thought, like good, you know, like good metaphors, stuff like that. Love, love that. And not using, like, weird, um, um, I guess, spacing and stuff like that. So it's, like, really, you know, spaced out really well. So, I don't know. I'm really excited for you. I'm really excited for you to figure out, decide on a, a name for the book. How did you get into poetry, if I could ask? Oh, yeah. Um, I got into poetry when I was in high school. Um, I was that typical, like, emo, depressed kid, and I just started using it as an outlet. And then it carried on, like, past high school, yeah. like, into college. I think I'm still an emo teenager some days, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a little bit emo, yeah. That's true. <laughs> just a little bit. Except in a workspace environment, yeah, you're she. She's a little bit emo. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what would you? What do you want people to know about like fibromyalgia that like people might not know? I know we're kind of like hopping around, but like I just have like a lot of ideas, <laughs> lots of thoughts. Because I I have no idea about chronic pain, and I'm just like being upfront about that. And I know uh, Jamie and Christine both do. So. Yeah. Um, I guess I want people to know that we have some good days, we have some bad days. Um, it's not all just, yeah, one or the other. Because I, uh, I was always under the impression that, um, like, it's, like, always, always in pain. Is that, is that um, the case for both of you, or, well? Right now, I'm having extreme pain, but um, that's because it's returned. I mean, I had it, I had surgery twice um, to have it go part of the way, but right now, I'm in bad pain, but I can still smile. Yeah. 
Um, it's true. So I see her smiling. One question I would have of you, because this is something I have muscle sclerosis as well, that like if I wake up and I'm like, yes, I feel so great today that I do a ton of things. And then the next day I'm like, why did I do all those things? <laughs> is that a similar experience? Oh, yeah. Um, even on like some bad days, I do a lot of things and then I wake up and I'm like, why did I even bother waking up? Like, so save, like you didn't have any chronic pain, like, and you could just do whatever and you would feel fine the next day. What would you want to do? Like, what would be your ideal day? Um, probably something athletic, because I haven't done anything athletic in a long time. Like, probably go skating on those, there's a rink of dreams near Art City Hall. I don't know if you were here when they installed no, it. I wasn't. That's new. <laughs> I thought you meant on the canal. I was like, well. Oh, we're on the canal. But the canal isn't open, so it's not something that I can be like, oh, yeah, I'd like to go on the canal now. Just as an FYI, Ottawa has like a giant canal, and lots of people skate on it in the winter. So, and lots of people are really good at it. I'm not, I'm not a good skater. Yeah, me either. <laughs> I used to roller skate like crazy when I was a kid. So, when my youngest. I uh, had this thing for school at the roller skating arena. I was like, yeah, I got this. Bam, right away. And the um, guy who's the ref comes up and he goes, let me guess. You did really well when you were a kid. I'm like, yeah. And he goes, guess what? You're not a kid anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what else would you want to do, Christine? Um... I guess try to see as many people as I can in one day, which I already try to do already. I tend to overdo it. Okay, so I messaged her yesterday, and she's like, yeah, I've been out from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so, like, I, I just don't have days like that anymore. Yeah. No. Um, I'm just crazy, that's all. Hey, you know what, though? You're young still, and I'm old. I I say that because I feel old. Uh, so if you can try, try. Just know that self-care is really important. You know, the next day, take it easy. Um, because that's one of the things I think as you get older that can come back to bite you in the butt and think, yeah, I wish that I had done this or that. And I, I didn't because I was saying I'm crazy. I wasn't really crazy. I'm more crazy now. Yeah, I didn't know I, I didn't know you when you were younger, but I assume you were. I'm from a farm. Yeah. Us farm girls, we have fun. So I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, self care is very important. Do you do anything for self care? Um, I guess I take like long showers when I can. And, um, make sure I eat throughout the day. I know that's not, like, always the easiest thing for people. Yeah. 
Like, in what sense? In terms of their chronic... Like, eating meals and eating, like, snacks and stuff like that. Yeah. For sure. I don't have a problem with that. But that's just because I'm home all the time. I have to take, uh, eat a little bit with when I take my medicine, and I take it five times a day. So, you know, I get to eat a lot. <laughs> just eat healthy, right? Healthy food. True. I have to remember. Are you... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just wondering if you have to have a certain amount of calories, because with my friend, she has to take a certain amount of calories with some of her medication. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I'm on the keto diet right now, and that is a whole big, you know, ball of wax with how many calories and how much grams of fat and yada. So I use, actually, besides all the fun stuff I get to do every day, um, there's something called My Fitness Pal where I log all my meals and, um, that way it tells me like, did I hit my goal? Did I go over my goal? So the next day I know if I have to make up for it. And I'm not on the keto diet, so I just have to remember to eat all my meals because lunch. That's why I have heavy, heavy cream in my tea is because you have to have so much fat. And so heavy cream has a lot of fat in it and... So that's where I get some of it. And they want you to put butter on everything. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, is there anything else you want to add, Jamie? Like, or ask Christine? I have really enjoyed learning about your poetry. And I think it's awesome that you are publishing it. Uh, oh, where will it be? Like, is this an Amazon thing? Is it, you know, an ebook? No. No, it's on Amazon or ebook. It's going to be actually a small press, something that's um, not well known. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you're familiar with small press. Basically, it's like little publishing hubs that publish poetry. Um, like this one in particular is called Rejection Seat Press. And yes, that's actually what it's called. <laughs> I think that's a great name. <laughs> my my mentor, who's the one publishing it, is like it's it's a very humbling uh, place to be published. <laughs> that's great, Christine. Do you want to plug your Instagram? Yes, um, my Instagram. I just recently got it. Um, it's breezy dot nostrils. Yeah. So. That's awesome. We know what that means, but somebody else might not know what that means. <laughs> no. Oh, actually, there's a story behind that name. Oh, do um, share. One of my poet friends is like, oh, I just like combining random words together that don't like, you know, that don't make sense. So basically, he, he did that one, and then he started calling me that, and then he started calling Breezy one, and all this like stuff. So I'm just like, okay, and then I just went along with it. Nice. Nicknames are fun. All right. Well, if you're interested in following Christine on Instagram, at her at breezy.nostrils to learn more about her poetry. So it was so good to have you on as a guest, Christine, and it was so exciting to have you as a co-host for the first time, Jamie. And... I hope everybody has a wonderful day. Bye.
Peace. Bye. Thank you. Full. Dysfunction fills our stomachs with star bones. Fill our ears with fluids until we are deaf. Fill our eyes with tears until we are blind. I don't mourn you anymore. Your words died on lips. Too chaff for resuscitation. Alienated cracks in my back. Fracture more than sidewalks. Fill your heart with good thoughts. Any reason to disown your own brain. Fill your soul with oxygen. Breathing never made sense anyways. Fill your appendix with a blood supply the heart never could handle, all of its rooms being full at once.